Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you. Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Kerry the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Hey everybody, this is Larry Roberts, guitarist from November's Doom. And you are listening to Metal Geeks Podcast. Rock out with your geek out or get the hell out. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 237 of the Metal Geeks Podcast. Somebody's got to say it. 237 in a row? I don't get it. Clerks? I, I get it, dude. I was just being, All right. being oh, facetious. I, I missed that. Uh, I was thinking like room 237 from... The Shining, like that—that's what. Oh yeah, that's like. too highbrow for us, Dave. You I know. But it. Yeah, we got bring it down. I'm the literate one. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we we had to start off blowjob level. Come on. Uh, I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with I am Brutal Dave. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, I guess we'll get into what I've been up to, but we'll introduce yeah. our, our uh, third compatriot. First, he's got a beatbox before as he comes in. Yep. Okay, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> What's it, what is your new nickname? I'm sorry, George. Uh, that, that's it. I'm sorry, George. That's I'm my sorry. new nickname. No. It was, uh, <laughs> what did you come up with? Common clues? It was not so brutal. Not George. so brutal, George. I've been saying it on the show for a bit, for, uh, for a little while. It's, it's, it's pretty good, though. It's going to be the one that finally sticks. Yep. How you guys been doing? Maybe. We uh we haven't done an episode since our live Comic Palooza show, which I went back and listened to that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I had time, fun recording. Time flew by it, on so. that one. Like it, it, just, it did. It went by pretty quick. What did you say, George? I said I had a lot of fun recording it, so I, I hope that came across in the recording. I did. I, I think we all had a, a good time there. Did you uh, guys have a good time the rest of your Comic Palooza weekend? Yeah, it was a unique experience for me. Uh, I talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit on the Comic Palooza episode, but uh, I don't usually get to uh, participate in conventions from the patron side. Uh, yeah, I'm always I'm always vending, and I have been for fifteen years now, I guess something like that. Uh, so yeah, I, I I haven't just attended a convention um, in. God, almost that time. I guess the last time I think I just attended a convention was the Comic Palooza where you and I met, Carrie. Yeah. I think that was the last that, one. That was probably my last one where I actually didn't work for them. Yeah. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Wow. What about you, George? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was fun. Did you buy anything? Did you do anything? What did you, what did you do? I uh, was coerced into participating in the art auction, so that's what I did. I know. You, you did a great job. Me. You did a great oh, job. <laughs> thank you. My my childish attempt at a, a Boba Fett being no no no. I have a I, I I left it at the table. I have a place on my honored wall next to your anthrax photo for that. Oh okay. Yeah. So I think and, Catherine. And we took I home, think Catherine snagged it. I don't know where it is to be honest with you. Well, we took home Catherine's artwork from the. From the auction. Yep. Yeah, her art, her art was awesome in comparison. It's adorable. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I will be sure to tell her. Well, yeah, the live art auction is one of my favorite things every year, and uh, 
it was a little bit of a weirdness this year because you know the, uh, the it benefited the Houston Humane Society where my wife works, and there was one piece of art we were trying to win, and we got into a little bit of a a kerfuffle. Nothing major with one of the other bidders. He was not playing fair. That's all I'm going to say. Was he outbidding you every time? He was a douchebag. That's all, that's what I'll say. No. Was he, uh, was well, he, was yeah. he hovering? Like, like he was hovering. He would. Yes, he would. Uh, people, other people, not just me, other people came up there, tried to bid on it, and he would not let people bid. And then a friend of ours came up there and finally was like, excuse me. Put a bid down. Yeah, the the the, the per other person put a bid down. It got up really high, and at the very last minute, like literally like five seconds before the the event was over, they scratched their name off. It was like, <laughs> oh, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. So they fought for it, and they decided not to get it. That's correct. I don't think you're allowed to do that at an auction, are you? Shouldn't be able to. But but they can't like they there's they can't obligate you to. Like, what are they going to do? You know? Right. And yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the rest of the story after we record. Um, but uh, the person who did win it uh, donated it. It was, a, you know, to Kim's work. So we actually have the artwork and what I did, it, it was a, a beautiful painting of, of Cosmo from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Oh, that's cute. Benefiting the animals of the Houston Humane Society. Great. So I, uh, I took some other photos that happened during the weekend with celebrities holding their animals and printed up some graphics and put it into a nice frame. They're going to hang it up in her. She's going to hang it up in her office, I think. That's so, cool. That's where it should be. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you. The, remind me to tell you the rest of the story later. Okay. <laughs> we, we have to be cryptic. We can't give we any do. Um, I do want to talk about some video game news in the beginning of this episode because I've still been playing a few games. I'm still playing Jedi Survivor. I've actually gone back into that way more in the past week or so. Uh, and we've been playing Diablo 4. Diablo 4 is one of the most metal games you can get. Um, I'm playing it with my wife, but here's the, here's the issue with that game. You have to be online all the time to play it. Right. It has to be part of the battle net and all that, mm -hmm. all that stuff. So like if we want to, yeah, I know. So my wife just walked in blind guardian got added to the 70,000 tons of metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so did say, or I mean, that'd be amazing too. Oh man. That's cool. Yes. Um, what was I saying? Oh, you have to be part of the battle net. So like if we're playing a game, we are like, okay, let's go make dinner. If you paused a game, and if you didn't get to a safe spot, you lose everything. That sucks. It's quite annoying. Like usually with a game, you can either pause it or, you know, even go to like the home menu or something like that. But <clears throat> wasn't the uh, Fallout hey, 76 the same way, though? Probably. No, not really. I mean, I because I've played Fallout 76 for a while. I haven't played it in a, in a bit now. Um, but were you able to like pause it and walk away and do something and come back yeah. to it and still be we the did, same place? We did all the time. And oh. if, if it did kick you out, it would do a pretty good job of loading you back in mm -hmm. close to the location that you were. Um, like we had have a couple of, of rare uh, uh, instances where somebody would get yeah. dropped and come back and they'd be like missing an item that they had just picked up or something like that. But I don't think even that happened very often. 
no, but don't get me wrong. The game is fucking fantastic, and it's great. It's a great couch co-op game, and those are pretty rare, you know. Anymore, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couch co-op is a bygone thing. Um, and, what are you playing uh, on? Uh, Xbox, Xbox One, uh, Series X. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what level I'm at. I, I guess I could look it up on the Battle.net, right? Do they do cross-platform? Yes, I believe it is. Yeah, I believe. I don't know. I've always been a, I've always been a really big fan of the Diablo franchise. Um, I yeah. It it may be the case that I have more hours logged in Diablo two than any other game. Um, that may be the case. But so um, yes, Diablo four has cross play and cross platform multiplayer across. PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Interesting. I'm. Uh, cool. I I've kind of stayed away. Like I said, I love the Diablo series. I've kind of stayed away from paying a whole lot of attention to this one because I'm I'm salty about Activision Blizzard and all of the oh yeah bullshit. With I, them. No, I I get it. Um. Uh. But you know. There, there's there's bad behavior there, and I was talking to I, th- I think I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but I I have a, a a good old friend who works in the gaming industry, and we were talking about this these kind of scandals and things like that, and she was just like, it's everywhere, it's every company. She's like, it's not it's not like they're a standout. It's it's everywhere, um, and so that's. That's unfortunate. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is true, unfortunately. Um, but that said, I, I'm hearing nothing but good things about Diablo yeah. 4, and it's making me go, how how attached to my principles am I? <laughs> <laughs> and it's that whole thing of, um, you know, was like the Squanch game and all that kind of stuff, uh, the their Harry Potter game that came out recently too. Um, I want to, I, I want to support the people that worked on the game too, you know, yeah. the people yeah. who did not do anything bad. Right. And that, that actually starts to factor into my thinking as well as yeah. like, you know, there's a whole lot of people who were involved in these projects who don't have anything to do with any of that mm-hmm. bullshit, uh, who exactly who put their blood, sweat and tears into a project that they, a, a lot of them, it was a, probably a job, but for a lot of people, they probably yep. really cared about it you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that, that does, it's not their fault that the company is run by some yeah, assholes. Exactly. And I, I try to factor that into some of my thinking about it as well. So that's, I will probably eventually get Diablo four. Um, cool. When you, when you get it, we can uh, cross play it then. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't think about that, but yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about before we, we get into some of the games they announced at this, I'm calling it non E3 because E3 didn't really happen. I thought E3 um, was dead. I thought it's like it is dead. Eh. But some of the video game companies and the the Jeff Keighley Summer of Game Fest and all that they they're still making announcements and do, still doing things. So sure, uh, I want to talk about this game I picked up yesterday on the Xbox called Romance Sylvania. Romance Sylvania. Romance Sylvania, okay. and it's exactly what you think it is. It's uh, a romantic comedy Castlevania game. It's a it's <laughs> it's a Symphony of the Night uh, esque Castlevania game where you play Dracula and You're looking for you actually have to exactly right. You're on like a game show and you have to romance different 
things in the game and but the gameplay it's just like symphony of the night it's smooth it, it runs really really well and the little parts where you'd be like oh like i you met the the, the merwoman now you have to try to romance her <laughs> and you could be a male or female version of dracula in this game what was that one video game back in the day leisure suit larry, larry. Leisure larry. Yeah. is yeah. it yeah. just like those, that apparently with it's, dracula no nothing <laughs> like leisure suit larry <laughs> I played all those Legion oh, of Larry, though. Yeah, I was gonna, back when I was a kid. I was going to tell you this, Carrie, and it may be of yeah. interest to some of the listeners as well. Uh, I don't know if this is still going on. Let me check real quick before I make a deal out of it. But um, uh, Humble Bundle was promoting a Metroidvania bundle. Oh, yes. Um, I did see that. I don't know what all's in it. I haven't looked closely at it, but I thought that might be of interest to you. So. I'm going to look it up right now, see if it's still available. Cause we can talk uh, about six it. days uh, left. Yep. Six days left on the offer. The, the thing about that, I, I have a lot of these games on my switch already. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. But I mean, there's some good stuff here. Hollow Knight. If you've never played hollow Knight, uh, that's one of the, one of the best Castlevania, uh, Metroidvania games that came out in a long time. Uh, there's a sequel coming out too called silk song. Uh, they haven't announced an, a release date, but people are waiting for it. Uh, Rain World was really good. Blasphemous is really good. Um, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. It's the uh, Bloodstained. There was like there was some eight bit games that were in that series, but this one is just like Symphony of the Night. Beautiful game. Lost Ruins. I haven't played that. Lone Fungus. I don't think I've ever heard that. of Symphony in the Night. Castlevania Symphony in the Night. Oh, I've never played it. One of the best PS1 games that ever was released. Mm. It sort of, uh, it took what Castlevania was and, and it was, it was technically the very first Metroidvania game. That's where the, the name came from because you had Castlevania elements, but it had as well as Metroid elements where you had to you know, get powers and you can go back through the level and open up other le- parts of the level with your new powers. That whole, that whole shebang, you know? Mm. So, yeah. If you uh, have any interest in these games, it's a, it's a good deal. So the, yeah, for all the games, it's 15 bucks. Yeah. Nine games for $15. So, not bad. If you have like a steam deck or anything like that, these would be perfect for that. Oh man. I want a steam deck. I do too. <laughs> I played uh, our, our good friend Justin. I got to play on his. I'm like, okay, I could. It's expensive, but yeah, I could. I, it's a whole computer. Like it's a yeah, yeah. I, but at that point, I'm like, okay, if I get that, would I even ever touch my Switch again? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I mean, for you a few would because there's there, titles that you yeah. right. The Nintendo first party Mario, yeah, Pikmin, all that stuff. True. Yeah, but most of the other games that I play on it. I could I could see myself playing them on on the Steam Deck for sure. Have you played the new Legend of Zelda game? I have not. Uh, my I wasn't kids, a huge fan my of the kids first got one. Gifted them, uh, and they've been playing it, but I haven't really heard a whole lot about it. I never played uh, any Breath like, of the Wild. Yeah, I didn't. It looks awesome, and it looks like something mm-hmm. that I would really enjoy. I've just never gotten around to it. I wasn't a huge Breath of the Wild fan. I know a lot of people love that Zelda. Um, I just couldn't get, I couldn't get into it because like you start the game off, um, and you pick up like weapons or like a stick or some shit and it would just break on you. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't get far enough to where everybody says you would start appreciating it more. Yeah, I like, did. I did always hear that there was like you had there was kind of an investment uh, required mm-hmm. of you before you reached the like where it really shone. So yeah, and I just don't have time for that right now. That makes sense. Um, I like I like like Jedi Survivor and things like that, where it's like I, I'm just playing through the game. You know what I mean? Um. Let's talk about some of the the games that were announced at Summer of Gaming. We're not going to go through everything, but um, speaking of Metroidvania, they announced there's a game called Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. I saw that trailer. Yeah, it looks good, doesn't it? Uh, the gameplay is a lot better than the trailer. Uh, the gameplay trailer. Yeah. Um, I'm more interested than, I, than I'm not interested. I that. love the... the prince of persia the remake they did there the one that came been, out in like xbox right like on the 360 yeah, they supposedly been working on a a remaster of that game for like years but it hasn't surfaced yet i don't mm. know what's going on i think this is that game. game no it's something different actually <laughs> uh spider-man 2 uh was announced for october 20th that looks phenomenal uh mortal kombat 1 so wait what you, what's up with that naming like what's going so, on there from the story trailer that I saw, yeah, basically, so uh, one of the characters I, I can't remember is, is it, I can't remember which character it is, but um, basically, uh, it's a twelfth title in in the the, the fighting mm-hmm. game series. But oh yeah, Liu Kang somehow has reborn the the Mortal Kombat universe. So it's okay. almost like um, a requel, prequel type of game. Doing a, a new 52 kind of deal. Yep, here. pretty much, Doing yeah. A, a universe reset. Yep, <laughs> that's what it is. Exactly right. That um, makes, you know it, what? That's not unreasonable because like... No. Now, I've, I've never been like super duper into the Mortal Kombat games. I like them, but I've never uh, really invested in them. But like... The lore is dense. Yeah. <laughs> in Mortal Kombat. It, needed, it needed to be sent out a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I get that for sure. Yeah. And, you know, they haven't announced any of that. You know, there's always special DLC characters, that type of stuff. So, and this one, uh, you pick a secondary character that you can call at any time to come do a special move and stuff like that. Okay. I so like, if the, you, like Mar- some of the Marvel Capcom games. That's exactly like that, what I was going to say. Like MVC2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, King um, of Fighters sort of stuff. Yep, exactly. I just picked up Street Fighter Six recently too, and uh, that game is fucking beautiful. That game looks so good. Um, and there's multiple ways to play. There's a a a new way where you could pull off moves just by pushing like one button type of deal, which makes it I guess easier for a lot of people. But you can also go back to traditional like quarter punch backwards, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. however you want to play it, you can. And I feel like there was some a, of that in five to, I, I didn't play much of it, but I feel like there was some of that in five as well. I think you're right. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, John Carpenter's toxic commando. Did you see this George? No, I haven't even heard of that. This game looked really fucking cool. You'll have to watch the trailer later. Um, it's is it a game written by John Carpenter? Or? Yeah, it's his involvement completely. It's a it's a first person shooter where you're fighting like z- demons and zombies and all the kinds of shit. Mm. 
What's the name? I of mean, it? what else would you have? I mean, uh, John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. It's uh, John Carpenter Commando. is in the title. Okay, so all right, uh, and he's a he's a big gamer. So yeah, he, he is. Yeah. yeah, he's a big. He just smokes weed, plays video games, <laughs> and uh, and and makes music. He doesn't even make movies anymore. No. Yeah. I, I read an article about him. He said, "I would, I'd rather play a video game than make a movie now." So yeah. this is his opportunity to do a little bit of both. You know what I mean? I'm um, assuming that it's good. <laughs> yes. Uh, we can talk about you know stuff. I know people are going to be into uh, like the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the second part of that. Um, Sonic Superstars is a four-player Sonic game that looks pretty cool. Um, let's see here. The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. I didn't oh. really see much better. It's got to be better than that Gollum game that just came out. I have heard of that. It was like a nightmare that is just terribly bad. Yes. Uh, that's disappointing because I, I thought it was an interesting concept for a game. Uh, I watched, uh, the, one of those trailer videos of it today. The, uh, when they make fun of like the, the movies and, and video games and stuff like that. Yeah, that game looks so bad, so bad. Um, they announced that uh, Nicolas Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight as a playable character. I mean, I never some... played any of those games. Uh, Lies of P. There's a demo that came out for that. If you don't know what that is, it's uh, a Souls-like game based on the story of Pinocchio. Okay, man, yes. haven't we had enough Pinocchio content? Apparently not. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not going through everything here. I'm just going through stuff that sort of like caught my attention. Um, I didn't pay any attention to any of this. So this is all new to me. So there's a lot of indie games that were announced. There's a DLC for the uh, Squanch game, uh, High on Life, mm. called High on Horror or something like that. And it's like a, it's in a horror game, basically cool that game i loved that game no matter what happened i wonder how they're handling the whole justin roiland fallout issue thing i don't know they haven't really talked about that um because he wasn't found guilty was he i'm not sure i think actually no he was uh acquitted yeah yeah so but it's not like they're gonna ask him to come back to the company well, I don't know. They could. Stranger I things. Mean, stranger things have happened. So yes, man. I'm looking at there's just a bunch of games that got announced. I'm like, who is this? Ooh, Toxic Crusaders. I, I that's going to be awesome. You already talked about that. No, I talked about the John Carpenter game. Is it not the same? No, this is Toxic Crusaders. Like like the old art car- cartoon with Toxic Avenger. Oh, it's a. Uh, Four-player uh, Ninja Turtle-style beat-em-up game. Oh, cool. I guess to get ready to promote that new Toxic Avenger movie. Right. When's that coming out? Sometime next year. Is it really still? Mm-hmm. Okay. Assume, assume, assuming the writer strike didn't like put it on pause. The, uh, the game I'm most excited for, and I did... They finally showed like a, a gameplay trailer. It's Star Wars Outlaws. Yeah, I saw a trailer for that too. I saw the uh, gameplay trailer, and then yep. I watched the actual story trailer. I'm really it's excited. an op- open world uh, Star Wars game where you're a smuggler. 
it's already getting fucking review bombed and, and hated on because like the lead character is female. That Uh-oh. is so fucking stupid and annoying. I hate that already. It's basically like Grand Theft Auto, but in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's a that's a good way to say it. I'm down with that. that sounds fun. yeah, yeah, and um, uh, the game looks awesome. I just it's Ubisoft, so you know you gotta yeah. go in with. Uh, well, it's with, being created by Massive Entertainment. Oh, um, I thought Ubisoft was making it. Well, I think they're they're publishing it. Oh, so uh, Massive Entertainment are 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 really well known for like the, the Division. They did some Far Cry games. Didn't they, they do the Battlefront game. game that came out? Uh, I don't think so. Are you talking about the Star Wars Battlefront? Yeah, they didn't do the new one that came out. Like when no. Force Awakens came out. No, yeah, I don't. You sure? Hmm. They're also currently working on another game that was uh, detailed more, and that's the Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Did you watch that trailer? I did. What did you think about it? You're more of the Avatar fanboy than we are. Fanboy is such a strong word. Uh, well, no. it, it also makes it gives it a negative connotation. No, I'm not being negative about it. You're a fanboy. You like it. <laughs> but I, I will go ahead and say my piece. It looks fine. It looks uh, pretty harmless. Uh, I do think it's cool that you can play either in first person or in third person. Um, sure. Or was that Starfield that they said that about? Now that I'm getting it confused now. I mean, maybe they, <laughs> maybe they didn't say me that. Starfield because tons of uh, of those Bethesda yeah. games you can, like you've been able to do that in Bethesda games for a long time. Yeah, way. I think I'm getting my trailers confused. But I mean, I don't know. It's cool. The best thing about Avatar is the world. So the, just to be in the world of Avatar even more entices me uh it's cool so. that you can ha- that you have multiple weapon styles you can, you can actually pick up modern like uh human weapons and shoot those and stuff like that plus you have like your typical what's what's the world name avatar uh what's the the world pandora the name? pandora thank you so yeah so. i'm cautiously optimistic i hope it's good but uh you know anything's possible they uh, finally showed some stuff on Fable that's actually really coming out. Oh, they're that's, they're reviving the Fable franchise? They announced reviving or uh, redoing Fable years ago. I didn't know that. I thought it was kind of just a thing of the past now. No, it looks actually really cool. Uh, very British humor-like. Um, the, uh, the game uh, revealed, like, one of the main... Parts of the trailer was uh, the IT crowd's Richard Iote. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, he's it looks hilarious. Cool. I, I I like his travel show. His travel show is hilarious. I love that guy. <laughs> it is like he's so he's so dry, and I, yes. I I love watching interviews with him because like so many times the interviewer like doesn't realize that he's making fun of them to their face (laughs) 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 because he's so dry. (laughs) Um, Let's see. uh, Avowed. uh, It's a Microsoft game, Obsidian Entertainment. Um, They announced that Dune is coming to Flight Simulator for some reason. Like the movie Dune? Yeah. To like Microsoft Flight Simulator? Yes. You get to fly around in those weird little... Those helicopter Bird, things from the movie. Birds. Yes, that's from. I think that's from Fallout. I can't remember what they're called in the Doom. Whatever they're called, they look like crickets um, in the movie. They announced uh, City Skylines Two. Okay, now we're talking. 
they uh, this was my geek tickle so a couple episodes back because they had announced yes, they fi- they'd announced that it uh, was actually coming out. We now have a release date, and they have now released a gameplay trailer, yep. and I'm very excited. It October twenty fifth is the release date of it. I will be playing because it'll be part of uh, Game Pass, I would imagine. That you looks can, fun. Uh, it's a, open for pre-orders now, pre-purchase now. So, and then, and then a bunch of games they talked about, you know, like Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, a new like a Dragon game. Oh no, one that looked pretty cool was Clockwork Revolution. Um, it it reminded me of like Bioshock Two in a in a weird way. Specifically, um, Bioshock Two. Yes, yeah, like that weird steampunky. No, no, uh, Infinite Bioshock Infinite. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Uh, I was gonna, um, like, it was odd to me that you would go <laughs> to Bioshock Two. Like that seems really precise for some reason. <laughs> right, <laughs> but not underwater Bioshock. <laughs> right, Sky um, Bioshock. Gotcha. If you haven't, if you haven't played Cat Quest or the new Cat Quest game coming out. Oh, really? Called oh. Pirates. Pirates of the Prairie Bean. My kids like those. I, I they never even fun. heard of I just those. Haven't played them. I've I actually just bought the uh, there's the two pack on Switch uh, that I bought Kim over the weekend. I played the digital version. I think she would really like it. It's it's fun. They're fun. And what like is like an it? over the head, over the head, over the top uh, Zelda style game, but you're a cat. Okay. In a world of cat things. In a world of cat things. Now um, it's very this is sort cute. Of, the artwork in it is is adorable. All right. One of the things that I'm looking forward to is uh, probably tickling my geek. I'm going to go into it right now. Is a game called Park Beyond. Talking about your love of like City Skyline, my love of roller coaster and theme park games. Mm-hmm. It uh, it look it it has the original guy that did the original roller coaster tycoon involved. It, uh, the weird thing about it is, um, the park beyond part, there's a, you could level up your, your attractions or your coasters or whatever they are to make them do impossible things. I think they called it impossible, impossification or something like that. Impossible coasters. So you could make like your, you know, you could make like a like roller your, coaster that like leapt over empty air to, from like track to yes, track or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. And uh, the cool thing about that game, it comes out on Friday. Okay. I am. I've already, I went and reserved it. I'm like, oh, okay. Totally forgot about it. I know that they talked about it last year and that type of stuff, but I'm like, all right. That's yeah. Gonna be, I, I, I kind of want alley. to expand my, uh, my interest in, building sims to the to the park sims and I, mm. I got planet coaster and attempt to do that but there man the learning curve on it there's a lot of game mechanics that i'm like this is going to take some time really to, get, to get figured out i i think this game is a little bit more um user friendlier, friendlier yeah a planet coaster is great um but yeah especially on pc there's a lot of uh, of things to get over you know what i mean yeah um, I mean, there. I mean, there's a lot of other games that oh, came out. Yeah, the ones that it I really comes, want to Park talk Beyond about. comes out tomorrow. I pulled it up on Steam. Yeah, yeah. it's out on Xbox on Friday, so I've already, I've already pre-ordered it. Um, oh yeah, the High on Life expansion is called High on Knife. <laughs> so excited for that. There's a lot of cool games. So 
Uh, We're not going to talk about Starfield. I mean, we did briefly. Oh, right? okay. I mean, I guess I, I brought it up by accident. I mean, we can talk about it. I mean, are you not? Ex- are you not excited for it? Is that what you're saying? Not really. I'm not a big Bethesda fan. I don't really play their games. But I know Dave I loves them. I, I love Bethesda games. That's some of my favorite properties are are Bethesda things. And so uh, I, but I haven't. I, I'm theoretically excited about Starfield, but I haven't been paying attention to the development of it, so I, I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, so. I did watch the entire, after the Xbox One on Sunday, they did like a 20, 30-minute uh, Starfield-only presentation, and I did watch that. I watched the 45-minute one that they put out on YouTube. Mm. It's pretty great. I, I've uh, never played a single Bethesda game in my life, but this is uh, the one game that I'm like super jazzed about, because it's Pretty much everything I ever dreamt about in a video game is like, uh, what if do whatever the fuck you want, but in space? Uh, and there have uh, been attempts at this before, uh, right? But no this, man's sky comes to mind. Which yeah, no, well, no man's sky was kind of like a misfire in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like it, it was, but, it was a great idea in concept, but it was just I will, not good execution. I will say that um, no man's sky when it first came out, yes, very ambitious. They weren't able to make. A lot of the things they wanted to do now, if you play the game now, after the many, 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 many updates, it's where it should have been when it first came out. If you haven't played it since it came out, it's a totally different game. I think now. I have a but copy lying around here somewhere. I might have if the game it. is anything that Star, if Starfield's anything that it's promised in the video that they've uh, showed at this next thing, uh, I'm super jazzed about it. This is that game is kind of making me think to buy a new Xbox. I don't even want a new Xbox, but I want to play this game terribly. I yeah, oh, yeah. I that remind I kind of it kind of slipped my mind that Microsoft acquired Bethesda and so yep. you got all the that's an exclusive thing now. I totally forgot about that. I mean, you could play I, it on your the computer, but I well, of course, a, I don't have a course. gaming computer. Uh, that well, I do now, and so I've been doing all my gaming on computer, and so yeah, so. So anyway, I'm really excited. It looks awesome. The fact that you can be a multiple class of uh, people who work in space. You could be a captain. You could be a a pilot. You could be a guy who's a chef. It's awesome. At least it looks awesome. And the trailer made it look very promising. The trailer made it look very, very, that's where I get it. Sometimes I get, I get caught up in the hype, you know? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that looks so cool. And then I get it. I'm like, Oh, this is not for me. You know what I mean? Well, Bethesda has a, a, a a strong track record of making really ambitious moves that they, they, they put out really big goals for their games and they're always kind of messy but there's kind of a charm about that because I'm like, this is sort of a mess. Uh, there's glitches and stuff doesn't play right sometimes, but this project is so ambitious. There's so many moving parts to Bethesda games that I'm like, I'll forgive it. I don't care because like, yeah. it's so complex, the stuff that they do. Um, and uh, I, I imagine this one's going to be similar uh, in a way to, I guess, to No Man's Sky, like you were saying. I imagine that it's going to grow over time. Like Fallout sure. 76. Fallout 76, when it first started, 
it was pretty rough around the edges. I liked yeah. it. It was fun. I played it. But as they were updating it, like they were really making active improvements to the game. And they support it still yeah. to this day. There is yeah. there was a new DLC they announced at the show for that <coughs> game. So I mean that's that's your money worth spent well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know you gotta get a game that's like Fallout seventy six and they're gonna support it. The game's what been out five years now? God, has it been that long? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We're going to look it up, the, the Google. Um, all right. Before we get into the summer of, of movies, have we been watching any TV shows or anything streaming? What about you, George? Let's start with you. Uh, I recently checked out the uh, the creator of uh, Euphoria's new show, The Idol, on uh, the, Max, where you can watch HBO. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, it's okay. Uh, I will say the idol. Yeah, it was it, it's I D I D O L or I D L E O L. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you never know. It it, ha- it had a good starting promise uh, about like possibly like the uh, the pitfalls of fame and what it's like to be like a Britney Spears esque pop star trying to break out of your cuteness and get edgy okay. and. Uh, and then all of a sudden the weekend shows up and then the show takes a nosedive. <laughs> as a, oh, okay. As himself or as a character? As a character. Uh, he's oh, okay. he's acting on the show. Anyway, uh, I watched one and a half epi- of the episodes that are available and I just kind of lost interest. So maybe I'll pick it back up, but I don't have high, high hopes for it. What about you, Dave? Anything on your end? I haven't really been watching much. Uh, I've watched a little bit of, I don't even know how new this is, but the like David Attenborough Life in Color series on Netflix. I've been like, mm. watching those from time to time. Um, uh, God, we were watching a documentary the other day. that I, It's not new. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been watching a whole lot recently. I guess this will fill the same gap, though. Uh, I did get back into doing an audiobook with my wife. Um, I kind of stepped back from that for a while. She kept going, but um, we listened to, um, I, I think it's Stephen King's newest book. It's very recent, but he puts out so much stuff. He's probably gotten something out since then uh, called, <laughs> called Fairy Tale. It's been, it's, it's been another week. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, he's legally allowed to release two books a year. I think is what it is. Yeah. So it's something like that. Yeah. Uh, And he does so consistently. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, it's called fairy tale and it is, um, it is literally Stephen King writing a fairy tale as a novel. Um, It's, uh, he's a character in the book. No, 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 Uh, no, he's not a character in the book. Um, But it, it, it takes all of these like fairy tale tropes. Um, a, a boy finds a, a, a doorway to a magical universe and, oh, there's a curse and he's the promised one that's come to save everybody. But it's all done. So it's got all of these like fairy tale tropes about it. Uh, he has to become a hero and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's done Stephen King style. Um, and it's all brand new fairy tale characters. Nothing. Like- no, it's it, it's a it's a its own world. It's not. Okay. Uh, but the ex- fairy tales as a concept, though, it, like specific fairy tales, factor into 
what happens in the story, just not directly. Um, like the like the story and the characters in the story, like the kid recognizes that he's in a fairy tale. He's like, oh, I'm in a fairy tale world. So it gets real uh, meta, like like Stephen King likes to get. Sort of. Like the, he understands that this is this world is a fairy tale world that it works by fairy tale rules, but then he several points to the novel. He's like, but this isn't that kind of fairy tale, <laughs> and that's where it gets more kingy and where it starts to get dark and stuff like that. It it is, I would say, lighter in tone overall than a lot of Stephen King's stuff. Um, I would say it's more accessible in that way. Um, I thought it was interesting. And did you like, finish it? Yeah, we finished it oh, a, few, uh, a little nice. while back. Yeah, I'll have to it. check that out. That sounds really interesting. When are they going to make that into a TV series? Tomorrow. They shouldn't. <laughs> Stephen King's hot. Uh, his name is hot, man. Anytime he puts his name on something right now, since they remade it and came out with yeah. Doctor Sleep, uh, he, he's just printing money when you put his name yeah. on a project. Yeah. Uh, also, I've been. Caught up catching up with Silo, which is on Apple TV Plus. I've heard about this show. Man, fucking Apple TV, man, they're just killing it. When yeah, it comes, yeah, I know. When, when it comes to like sci-fi TV shows, they, they're just killing it. I need to. I need to start that. I keep on hearing good things about that. I did. Um, did you finish Ted Lasso? Yes, I did. What did you think? Uh, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who has not maybe finished it, but uh, what did you think of season three? I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I thought it had some odd ends uh, of like some odd episodes here and there, or yeah. they, it felt really like at times that they were introducing stuff and then they introduced it and uh, like solved the problem really quickly. Uh, and then other things they were just like, uh, we'll just forget about that problem. I really liked the uh, the Amsterdam episode. That was pretty cool because it, it brought them into a new place and everybody was able to get their a solo story. Absolutely. You know I mean? And I, I think the best part about Ted Lasso 3 that it became so much not about Ted Lasso at, at, in that season. Dude, it, he was like I was I noticed that when I was watching. I'm like, he's barely in the season. Yeah, it, he's it's barely all about the, the tertiary care, secondary and tertiary characters. And I think that's uh, on purpose. And then also yeah. Jason Sudeikis was tired of being in England and being away from his family, uh, which was also a storyline that they kind of plot, plot point in the show. So I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was pretty great. There were some really joyful moments and some really sad moments. And yeah, it's a, just a hug of a show. I, I can understand why some people didn't love the season. Um, but there are things that I was really happy about and really grateful for. And I really liked the show. So, and I, this, I thought the finale was great. It, it was, um, did you catch up with Barry yet? No, I have not had a chance to watch it yet. Okay. I want that, to, I want to. I've heard good things, but I haven't watched it yet. This last season was, was it season four, whatever it was, three or four, I can't remember, but I, I think I'm like two seasons behind. So it's way it, it goes it goes some weird fucking places. It goes some dark places. Um and the ending it's sort of what you want but not expect. Mm. That's all I can say. Oh, back to Silo one more thing. Uh the show is so good, it made me want to look up the books because I didn't realize it was based on a book. Uh, <laughs> I was so tempted to read the book, and I was about to like put it in my cart, but then I realized I don't want to spoil the show. 
because <laughs> like the, the the cliffhangers in the show man they're just what's the what's the name of the book is it silo no actually the, the if you google it, it this the trilogy is called the silo trilogy mm-hmm. uh but it their silo is not in the title in any of the books uh, mm-hmm. I think the first novel is called Wool, like W-O-O-L. It's something to do about people living in a silo. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. I, I don't, I don't want to ruin too much, but it's a post-apocalyptic world in a, uh, and people like over 10,000 people li- are living in this giant silo. So it's like a, and, like a missile silo. Like, yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. It looked pretty much like Fallout-esque in a way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there are some like classism definitely going on in this silo. Some people are allowed to have children. Some people aren't. And, um, and then people are beginning to question like, why aren't we art? Why aren't we allowed to do X, Y, Z? Or why can't we have things from the past? Why can't we remember things from the past? And they keep bringing up like this thing about rebellion and, Remember this cause of rebellion last time. We don't talk about it. And uh, then they always have this question of whether outside is really toxic and the people are in the silo are there for on purpose or not. It's very like cerebral. And did you ever, did you watch that cartoon solar opposites? I tried to, I couldn't get into it. Dave, what about you? Mm-mm. There's a whole, reminds me of that. There's like a whole thing where the aliens, they shrink a bunch of people down and put them in like this, put them in the wall, like almost like an ant ant farm. Mm-hmm. It turns into this whole episode of just like the people living in the wall classism and, and all this kind of stuff. It, it reminds me of that. Um, I tried getting into that show, but I just kept on thinking about eh, Rick and Morty's better. <laughs> That's all I keep thinking about. It's different, but yeah, it's the same. I mean, different yet the same. At least try to say it's different. It really isn't different. It's just different characters. That's all it is. Uh, I want to talk about a show that I fucking loved. And that was Muppets Mayhem. Oh, you finally finished it? I finally finished that show. It's a great episode or great show in general. Great, great show. I loved everything about that show. That's the way a Muppet show should be. Um, my o- my only disappointment: there wasn't enough Muppet characters that showed up. That they. Sure. I, but I, I think I'm hoping that a sequel show or, a, like, right. or a season two would mean more or make more. I'm glad they didn't do that because it would, I wanted it to be about the band. You know what I mean? I mean, I did too, but I, again, the worst part is the human characters and any Muppets thing. Yeah. And there are times in this show where I'm like, I just don't care about these human stories. Give me, which give is me- weird. I, okay. Lily Singh is like the, the main human character in the show, right? Yeah. I never heard of her until the show. I did. She had a late night talk show that was like, you know, the 1230, whatever spot, the late, late show. And I hated that show. I did not like her on that show, but you liked I her, liked her on the show. I'm like, Oh, she's, she was delightful. Oh, not delightful. But I, I thought, not she, a, I thought she I'm was not easily say, forgettable. <laughs> when I say not, I'm not going to say delightful. I'm going to say not annoying. I, th- I thought she was easily forgettable is what I thought. Um, I did like the ep- – so in between uh, every episode that starts, there's these little like snippets of them in the van. Yeah. And there's this one where they all have – they're all wearing neck braces. And yes. <laughs> I, well, of, of course, Master of Puppets comes on and they're all like must not headbang. And they're <laughs> trying to fight the urge to headbang. And, of course, once the uh, – 
the guitar riff drops. They, they, they can't help themselves. And they're like headbanging, screaming, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> that, uh, that's pretty great. It's awesome. It, it, whoever was writing that show knew what they were doing. And I really hope they get more Muppet mm-hmm. projects like that. That's what we need. We need the Muppets like that. I, I, I thought everybody, everything about that show was just hilarious. The, I never noticed that Janice, the, the, she never, she doesn't have any eyes. Neither. I think uh, I never noticed that before. What's his face? Uh, the guitarist in the band doesn't have any eyes either. Yeah. I forget really? his name. Yeah. Floyd, not Floyd. Floyd's the bass player. The Sergeant oh, Pepper. Janice guy. is the, Janice is the bass player. I thought she is. No. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought Floyd was the bass player, but you might be right. The uh, the Sergeant Pepper guy, I forget his name. Oh yeah, the the guy that mumbles or no, that's he he has eyes, but they're always closed. All right, hang <laughs> on just a second. Uh, who's um, who's right? Who's wrong here? Hang on. So here's the problem, I think. Uh, oh, I need a better picture than that. None of them have eyes. We've all been lied to. They're puppets. No, you're a Janice plays guitar and Floyd plays bass. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody's been watching their Muppet shows. Wait, mm-hmm. hang on. Here's a photo of Janice playing bass. She's ambidextrous. <laughs> multi-instrumentalist multi-instrumentalist she was her character was like was so great on the show have you watched this yet dave no i want to uh i think you and your family would love this. i'm it's sure pretty, I'm it's sure. pretty great it's uh, i watched the first couple episodes and then like uh you know after comic palooza we just sort of like powered through the rest of them they were just like i was addicted to the show you know i was like oh there's more i mean i want more i'm also going back and i'm watching there's a new season of human resources on netflix so i never finished the first season so i'm trying to do that yeah we and we got we started the first season of it it, it doesn't it doesn't it, hit the yeah, same as it does not does. it does not i agree on that completely and I'm trying to uh, finish up the first, uh, the second season of uh, the Bad Batch. Okay, great, great show too. Um, all right, you guys want to move on to the summer of movies? Summer of movies, kind like of summer, summer movie fest, like the summer game, or fest. the last summer that will ever be movies because this writer strike will go on forever. That's true. Um. We talked about how we we're going to do this. Let's talk about movies that we've seen and movies that we're sort of looking forward to that are coming out next two to three months. So we're in the middle of June as of recording this. So we are in the middle of the summer movie season, really. Um, let's start back in May. May 5th was, I would say, the first big one of the season, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. Yep. I Did still haven't seen that? it for reasons. Uh, so. What's your reasons? Um, Super Mario reasons. We're, no, it's concern about oh, the, the yes. animal cruelty stuff and mm-hmm. f- for my kids' sake specifically. We oh, talked about that. Okay. Yeah. I can understand that for children's sake. It is, I would, uh, it is rated PG-13 and it really leans heavily into that, I would say. Yeah, it does. 
Well, and um, I, I my, would imagine my same Dave, my same kid who is like is dying to let us get her into like horror movies and stuff. And like, we took her to see violent night and we'll let her watch stuff from time to time. And she's totally into it, but like stuff with animals. Sh- no, no, I, I, it's different. This is very, we're very different than like a horror movie, which you yeah. know is not real, but animal cruelty. Yeah. Um, what I would advise Dave is wait for it to the stream on Disney. Yeah. Watch it, make your own decision. That's kind of what um, I was planning to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm sure it's been out since May. I'm sure by August it'll be streaming, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, they don't take too long. Um, other than that, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. It's better than part two for sure. Part two is not great. It's definitely up there with one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, I think it's a bit shaggy. Uh, and I think that's a good thing and not a bad thing, I guess. You mean like it's Scooby-Doo? A, it's no, 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 no. It's a bit what? Shaggy, like the storyline doesn't really matter. The plot's kind of the plot's kind of lame and doesn't really mean anything. I don't know about that. Star Lord is pretty much a misnomer until the very end. Um, but this movie is very much a Rocky Raccoon and uh, a Rocky Raccoon story, and uh, I also feel like it's a good way to say goodbye to this team, uh, especially in the last twenty minutes. I think this. The first act's kind of rough. The second act, when they get to the human planet or the fleshy planet, it's really great. And uh, I think the third act is like a good way to send it off and just a a good closing on the book of this. Like this, this should be like the last Marvel movie. <laughs> like if this was like the last Marvel movie That's ever, not gonna happen. if this was the last Marvel movie ever, this is like a good way to go out. Disney just announced a delay of a lot of their movies too, so. Uh, like a lot of the the Avenger stuff got moved back a year, a bunch of different things. Um, but yeah, um, definitely watch it. You know, watch the trailer or watch it when it starts streaming, Dave, to make up your yeah. decision. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they do a version of it that uh, sort of like uh, family friendly or, you know what I mean? I don't like think so. Some of that stuff might be cut out. You don't think they're going to do that? No, they, they usually uh, adhere to James Gunn pretty well. And. Mm. And like usually when he has his way, he has his way all the time, sure. especially after getting fired and then getting rehired. <laughs> yeah. So going back into May, did anybody see Fast X? I did. And I think you mean to you? say Fast 10. Fast X. No, it's Fast 10. It's not a laxative. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that was a laxative too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest. I've, I've the only Fast and Furious movie I've ever seen is Hobbs and Shaw. Well, that's like and, the worst one to see. And too. part of which is the one, the Tokyo Drift one. Yeah, I saw parts of that at a friend's house a long time ago, but I haven't watched anything else. This one was the great. The most man. I've ever watched of any Fast and Furious was the ride at Universal Studios, which was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even done that. Fast that's Ten awesome. was awesome. I, I had so much fun watching it in theaters. Uh, me and Catherine were like boiling over laughing, laughing how at Jason Momoa and the ridiculousness of it all. And it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's either are you're on this movie's wavelength or you're not on this movie's wavelength. Like this movie doesn't care about physics. It doesn't care about telling you a smart emotional story. It wants you to have a good time and see some ridiculous shit with cars and, 
enjoy the craziness that Jason Momoa is providing in this movie. As the series has, I've never watched any of them, but as the series has gone on, the trailers seem more and more appealing to me over time. As the, movie, <laughs> as the movies get more ridiculous and take themselves less and less yeah. seriously, I'm like, that looks kind of fun. <laughs> it, it is, man. It's so much fun. And I, I would say to anybody, if you're interested and you're like, oh, but I don't want to watch all the movies, don't. Don't watch all the movies. Just watch uh, three if you want to know some history like of uh, some characters, but start at five and move forward. Okay. And start at five. Yeah. Start at fast five and move forward and enjoy the ride. Don't take it seriously. Don't worry about if it's just know that they're superheroes. They're essentially they're superheroes in cars. Yeah. That's it. And Jason Momoa is the, the, the villain of this one, right? Villain. Yeah. Uh, And God, man, he's the best thing about this movie. Like, I wish Jason Momoa came into the series like three movies ago. He's such, he's like uh, doing his best interpretation of Heath Ledger's Joker. And it's awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's just awesome. All right. What about uh, the little mermaid? It, it, do either of you guys see that yet? No. no, I have not. I didn't really plan on seeing it. I'll probably watch it when it comes out on streaming though. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll I'll watch it eventually. Um, it just but I didn't I didn't plan on going to the theaters to see it. Is what I meant. Um, sure. I just I've I've been so underwhelmed by all of these live action remakes. Uh, I'm very whelmed by this. Did you see it? No, I uh, did not. Uh, I have not. Uh, we sort of want to, but I probably will wait till it streams. You know, it's Disney Plus. It'll it'll it's been out what May. Give it a. Like I said, by August it'll be streaming. You know, I think they're going to hold on to it till like like the uh, fall season. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I it's like a three months movie period now, and they're streaming. Uh, so on some of them, uh, the bigger titles they they seem to hold on a little more. Like Quantum Mania, mm. it took a really long time mm. for Quantum Mania to show up. And by the way, I keep trying to watch Quantum Mania, and I keep falling asleep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Uh, you know, the the animals in the movie look horrible. Uh, like they do, yeah. Sebastian, and, yeah. and like it's just it, unnaturally weird. It just mm-hmm. it does not work. like Uncanny Valley levels of strange. Mm-hmm. Totally, and that's just from the trailers because, like, I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched it, but uh, I, I am glad that. Uh, you know, the movie's pissing off racists. I'm happy about that. That's fine. That's fine with me. I'm cool with it. Uh, yeah, that, that, I, I actually hear the girl's name. I forget her name. The girl who's playing Ariel. I hear her performance is Halle um, Bailey. Yeah, Halle it's, Bailey. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing is what I hear. Not Halle Berry, but Halle Bear. Bailey. Bailey. Like, like, yeah. like the alcohol. I'm right. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to see uh, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Mm, I'm good. I, th- I, I think I'll walk out of the room during that scene. Uh, let's move into June because we are in June, and one of the biggest movies of this month, of maybe this year, that's made the most money in the theaters was the sequel to Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse came out. I just yeah. watched I know it. Dave. I watched it last night. Yeah. Right. Fresh on your mind. Let's, talk, let's go mind. with you first. Uh, this movie's amazing. Um, I it is. F- 
I, by the time credits rolled, I was sitting there wondering, is this the coolest animated movie I've ever seen? Because I think it might be. The answer is um, yes, Dave. It's a, <laughs> it's incredible. It is yeah. absolutely incredible. Um, the, like the only thing that is, um, making me hesitate to f- put that stamp on it is that it's not finished yet. That there's, there's another movie right. still to go to finish did, the story. Did, in I, your audience, did people freak out audibly freak out when they're like, what part two, what? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I kind of got the feeling when we were late in the movie and like, man, there's still a lot left to go on. There's going to be another movie. Isn't there? Okay. Kim, Kim Uh, reached over to me at one point and she's like, there's we're she's like, they're not going to finish it. Yeah. It's like this movie. We're already an hour and a half into this movie and there's still a lot left to to deal with. So did y'all not know that this is a three part, uh, two part? No, I didn't know that going in. Mm. Um, they kept but, that pretty uh, well hidden. Well, or, the original title was Across the Spider Verse Part One was the original yeah. title, and okay. then at the very end, uh, I want to say the beginning of this year, they decided to drop the Part One because research showed that movies with Part in the title, with Part One, Part Two, whatever, means yeah. they make less money, so they dropped it. Okay. Well. Um, to, but I guess to speak about the movie is what it is. The the story is fun. The characters are good. Um, and uh, I, they make you care about them, I think, in, a, in an adequate enough way that like you're mm-hmm. on you're on board for them. You're like, yeah, let's do this thing. You're ready to go along with what with the adventure. Uh, but visually, this is one of the coolest movies I have ever watched. Um, You've seen the first one, right? Yeah, and and I thought the same yeah. thing. I thought the same thing when I saw that. Yeah, I was like this is a, incredible. This is this is the most like a comic book on the movie screen I've ever seen, and this is right. Well, this even is more. like that, but even more and beyond that. Um, it's it's so visually creative. Um, Did the, you guys have an issue in the very beginning of the movie with the audio? I did, uh, I did in my know. theater. I okay. I couldn't I, I couldn't understand what Gwen was saying. Over, over Gwen, the, yeah. yeah. So I read an article that they've quietly replaced the versions that are in the theaters now. So maybe the one that Dave saw yeah, has it, like the updated audio. I I heard that they didn't replace it, but they got notes from the studio saying just turn up the volume. Is what I heard. <laughs> I heard no. I heard they replaced the, the print of it. They actually went and fixed it. But oh. I heard, um, I heard that they like, they told them to go beyond the max audio that there was uh, normally allowed for the movie is what I was heard. Yeah. Because the beginning part where um, she plays the drums. Yeah. And then she's doing the voiceover stuff too. It's really low. Yeah. It's hard to hear. Cause it's like just a, a wall of noise is what I feel like the mix. Yep. I guess I got a corrected version. Cause I didn't like, I, I didn't, at least I didn't notice that. I did um, hear that people who saw it in like uh, RPX or Dolby Atmos theaters didn't have that problem, though. Oh, really? Did, uh, yeah. The Cinemark XD thing, whatever. Did you did you do the moving seats and all that? No, I don't. I'm not. I don't care about that shit. <laughs> I've never done that. Have you ever done that, George? The 40x? Uh, I did D box, which is similar, but that's about it. Okay. Well, you are a D box, so that makes sense. Hey. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is this movie is a hell of a lot of fun. It's it's yeah. funny. It's uh it's touching. Uh there's a lot of, you know, uh dealing hey, hey guys. 
uh, deal with your shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of deep moments in it. There are, there's a lot of really touching conversations and, um, things that go on in it, but in the action sequences are fun as hell. Um, the, all of the, without getting spoilery with it, all of the different Spider-Mans or Spider-Peoples. Yeah. So much fun. It, it It's, it's just, it's a blast. Uh, it is a fun movie. It's a touching movie. It it's uh, engaging and but really most of all, I think to me, it is just visually one of the coolest things I've ever. Played. And there was a lot of surprising cameos that I was not expecting. Oh yeah, yes there were. <laughs> there was what? one in particular that I was like, oh, <laughs> about. I think you made which one? one. Um, you can hint. One at of that. the prowlers. One of the. Oh yes, yes, yeah. With a little childish, they throw them in there, but yeah, yes, correct. So, did you guys notice that the okay, the one scene where the spot? I, I love the spot. He was great. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think that was Jason Schwartzman. His it, character. It was. It, it yeah. was. Yes. Yeah. Um, at one point, he goes into like the real world, and it's like that lady working at the at the uh, like the grocery um, store or the grocery store thing. The like the what it's called the. the Fucking not a bodega, but a, a quick stop kind of thing. Yeah, you know who that was, right? It's the lady from uh, from the Venom from the Venom verse. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't get that that part. I didn't. I didn't get it at first. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's cool that they are doing that. You know, I cool. got that it was. That I got the that word it was we referencing something. I just I recognize like I don't. This is a reference to something I'm not familiar with. So sure. Uh, we can move on. Uh, we can all we'll, we'll all be in agreement. Uh, one of the best films of the year. I think it's more than one of the best films of the year. I think it it's is. no, it is. I think it's a monumental piece of yeah. animation. I think yes. this belongs up there when it's all said and done. When the trilogy's out, I think it belongs up there with like Empire Strikes Back. No, no, like it's like uh, you know, like you can pinpoint like moments in animation, like where mm-hmm. it was important. Uh, these this three is movies, one of those moments. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely I, one. Of I agree. Like just like when Toy Story came out and it fundamentally changed the way yeah. movies were going to be made. I definitely think that this series and what these people are doing is fundamentally changing yeah. animation and the way animation movies are being told. Because uh, the last Puss in Boots movie was very much in this style. I think the new Ninja um, Turtles movie is very similar in this style, yeah. too. So we'll go ahead and jump in. That's part going to be part of our larger conversation. Uh, I am very excited about that one coming up. I know that I'm jumping the timeline here a little bit, but that's coming out later this summer. And the Ninja Turtles uh, movie? Yeah. Yeah, the me Seth too. Rogen, the Seth Rogen one? Yeah, there was a there was a trailer before uh, Spider-Verse last night that uh, was a newer one I hadn't seen yet, and it just made me more excited for it. Like it, it looks like a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. What about you, George? I know you're a bit you're the bigger Ninja Turtles fanboy. I'm gonna call you a fanboy for all this stuff. <laughs> I'm a fanboy for stuff and I and I wholeheartedly love I, I love that term, oh, that's, so. that's fine. No, I'll take the I, I have Ninja Turtle crap. All over my office, uh, so it's very. He literally found Ninja Turtles and took their crap. Yeah, I, I literally have it all over my office. Uh, um, yeah, I'm very excited. I think this is a like a take I've always wanted to do for Ninja Turtles or wanted to see. Uh, I wanted to see Ninja Turtles be young teenagers. Yeah, I, that's a it's and, great. And I felt like that's never happened except in the 2012 animation show. I thought that was yeah. The, wasn't there an animated yeah. version of it? I thought that was the closest that they've ever gotten. And I really liked that, and I liked how they're kind of taking that 
idea and moving forward with it. And I, I'm really curious to see how the storyline's going to go. It, Seth Rogen's involvement makes me a little like cautiously optimistic, but other than that, I'm really excited. Speaking I of, was, uh, uh, I was absolutely obsessed with Ninja Turtles as a kid. I had like I was all about Ninja Turtles. I, yeah. I, I'm still kind of obsessed about it, which is kind of a problem. <laughs> so problem. I, I, yeah, like okay. I say, I was obsessed as a as as a kid. Uh, I'm more excited about this Ninja Turtles movie than I've been excited about a Ninja Turtles anything in a long time. It like it. it when does it come out? Is it, is it August, July or August? August. August, August? Yeah. It's the end, uh, toward the end of August, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, let's go back to June real quick. We'll get, yeah. we'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm probably not planning to see this in the theater. Um, Transformer, the rise of the beast. I mean, they, it looks like there's some cool characters in it because like RC from like the Transformers, the movie is in it. Um, but besides that RC. Yeah. The female Transformers. Oh, okay, cool. From the cartoon movie. No, all right. Uh, I've heard uh, it's fine, is what I've heard. I I didn't really plan on seeing it, but I heard that the the spoiler, not spoiler, but like the big uh, post-credit scene. I've heard that too. The post-credit scene makes me a lot more interested because I made this theory when Bumblebee came out. About yeah. John Cena's character in Bumblebee, I made this. I made this prediction when I saw it during the pandemic. Well, I read. I read the article that he, the director, did not have permission to use that other, the other characters, the way that he did. Mm. I haven't seen it yet, so um, we can spoil it. I don't give a crap. I mean, I don't think people really give a crap. So, <laughs> so the end credit of the Transformers movie, they try to introduce. Spoiler the alert, everybody. Spoiler, G.I. Joe gets introduced. Okay. So when Bumblebee came out, there is a military government hunting down Bumblebee. Uh, and I always theorized, man, that would be way more interesting if John Cena's character was part of the G.I. Joes. And then sure enough, here we are like three, four years like later. A, like a larger like Hasbro universe? Or- yes, yeah. it's a Hasbro verse. That's kind of fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't care about this movie until I heard that news. And I'm like, all right, you might, you might got my attention a little bit. Who else could they do in this Hasbro movie cinematic universe? Ponies. Po- uh, huh? My little pony. My, my little, little pony <laughs> meets Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand that the sequel, cause they're most definitely made enough money to guarantee a sequel. Uh, the sequel is going to like definitely going to involve the Joes in some way, but it's going to be Transformers focused. Okay. Okay. That, so, make, that makes sense. So for all you GI Joe fans out there, get hype. It's coming back. I'm looking up Hasbro now. Um, so among its products are Transformers. Okay. GI Joe, Power Rangers, Rom the Space Knight, Micronauts. Man, Power Rangers and Transformers seems like a perfect match. That seems like a yeah. winning combination for sure, yeah. Uh, Play-Doh, uh, Furby, <laughs> Monopoly. Play-Doh and Furby into the larger Hasbro movie universe. Nerf, uh, <laughs> the Ouija boards, <laughs> and My Little Pony. 
Do they not own the rights to uh, He-Man? No, that's... Uh, or is that Mattel? That is Mattel, yeah, you're right. Okay. I thought it was Hasbro, but... Oh, well, they had a chance. He-Man would be interesting, too. Transformers versus Masters of the Universe? Or Masters of the Universe versus the Transformers, I think, would be a lot of fun. Okay. I mean, um, it's, it literally is like playing with toys at that point. They need to make an, a good live-action Masters movie eventually. They've been trying to make one. I think there's one in the can already. Really? Yeah, it just hasn't ever been released. Um, I'll probably wait to see this Transformers movie. When it, it'll be streaming on H on I'm sorry, Max. On pretty Max. soon, I'm sure. It, it's Max where you can find Max. HBO. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, there's a new movie coming out this weekend, which is there's two new movies coming out this weekend. One is the newest um, cartoon movie from Disney and Pixar called Elemental, and Dave and I sort of talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we were talking previously. about this before the show. We don't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't look doesn't it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. What, what is, nobody knows what it's about. Yeah, it's about two people who can't be together but like each other. She's fire. He's water. It's a Romeo and Juliet story, but with elements. There is nothing about it that is compelling to me. Like I've I've seen several trailers multiple times, uh, and I'm like, this looks completely uninspired. <laughs> Man, did, did you ever think we'd live in a time where Sony animation is just kicking the shit out of out Disney of animation? <laughs> like, I can't even think of the last time Pixar has really did something that just like blew me away or I was like, oh, wow, this is like the best thing I've seen in animation in a long time. So you you weren't in on the conversation that Carrie and I were having uh, beforehand about this, but I, I, I said that the... Um, some of the character design style and color yeah. palette and some of the design features of this movie remind me of uh, the lead up to Inside Out. Inside Out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it does. It looks very similar. Yeah, and that uh, that when that was happening, Inside Out, I was like, this is a weird concept. Uh, it seems but like it, a risk. It seems risky, and it yeah. seems like it could go wrong very easily. But they did a wonderful job. They did. It's one of my favorites. It's wonderful. I don't get anything off of this one. I'm like, no. it doesn't seem risky. It doesn't seem interesting <laughs> like, <laughs> at all. And that's really disappointing to me. Um, I mean, I God, what, I, Disney or Pixar really needs a win. And if this doesn't do well, I, I smell disaster in the water for Pixar. They, to, this can't be coming out two weeks after across the spider verse and being it's so traditional you know what i mean mm-hmm. it it doesn't i don't know i've read run review already it, from ign they gave it like a seven no they gave it a hold on they gave it a, a six they said uh visually it's in top form but the story is way too thin and none of it makes any sense yeah i mean so what was the last pixar movie Lightyear, right yeah that tanked right yeah and i then, like it. i enjoyed lightyear personally i think it for me i think it was like scraping the bottom of the barrel for pixar right next to good dinosaur <laughs> oh really you thought it was that bad <laughs> yeah i thought it was that bad 
Well, the one before that was Turning Red, which was that that did really well. I loved it, but they was destroyed that a Pixar it. Movie? I thought that was a no. That was a Pixar, uh, yeah, and Luca was... too, yeah, Luca, uh-huh. yeah. And those Onward, were okay. I loved both, of, both of those were all right, but they neither of them really stuck with me. Like I enjoyed them well enough while I was watching them. Yeah. But... Oh, really? I mean, I, I catch myself watching. Uh, turning red quite often it's a lot of fun i really it like is, it i remember thinking it was very good at the time i just i haven't gone back to it i, I just i, like I just uh Luca, I, and, and what's really cool about turning red is that it actually implemented some unique and new animation ideas that i haven't seen them repeat yet which i hope they find a way to bring those uh bring those in well we can't really say anything until we see elemental you know what i mean right i'm i'm judging it by its trailer and my yeah. hype for the movie which is very low we can't judge a book by its cover and we can't judge a movie by its trailer we can't we unless miss, they spoil it, the movie in isn't the trailer. that the whole point of a trailer it, it technically is yeah <laughs> all right moving on uh let's talk about the flash flash i know a lot of people in my friends list have seen it already um, I know the ending of it is sort of blah, but, uh, and we're not getting into <laughs> what was that? Those are my keys. The, the flash out. coming in and telling the you flash not to talk shit about his movie. <laughs> flash is coming in to tell me to shut up about the movie. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about the, anything about Ezra Miller. Uh, you can make your own opinions and I have my own opinions about them. Um, I'm excited to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. And that's the only thing I care about for this movie. Cool. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. I, I think that kind of sums it up for me too. I, I'm not interested uh, in general about it. Uh, I'm curious about the Michael Keaton thing. I might not rush to go see it, but I probably will see it in the theater. Maybe because we have that AMC pass. So it ultimately doesn't matter, but I'm not going to go opening weekend. I don't think. Oh, I'm going to see it as soon as I can. I, I can't do it this weekend because I'm out of town. But when I come back, that's I'm I'm super. I'm on the hype train for this. I'm really excited. Where are you going out of town? Uh, I'm just going uh, to Galveston, so it's nothing too far. But yeah, movie theaters there, man. What are you talking about? But I'm going to be doing things in Galveston, so I won't be available to go okay. to the movies. But I'm excited to see it next week. Yeah, I'm, which sucks because I'm like already have plans to see a movie next week, so. I, uh, the only important movie of the summer right next to Spider-Man. Asteroid City? Oh, Indiana no. Jones? Indiana motherfucking Jones. That doesn't come out till the 29th or 30th. It comes out the 30th, but I got tickets yeah. for next Thursday. Next Thursday is the 22nd. That's what I got, bro. How do you got tickets for the week before? I can't tell you. I just got it. I think you're lying. I'm not lying, bro. I wouldn't lie about this. All right. Would I ever? Yes. Would I lie about movies? Yes. About movies? I guess. Movies is the secret, man. Now now I'm upset that you're going before I'm going and you didn't (laughs) offer me a ticket. I couldn't. That's that's how. I I couldn't do that. All right. We'll have to talk about this offline, too. Okay. Um, you have some explaining to do, George. <laughs> you do. <laughs> um, what? Uh, okay, I from the trailer, I'm excited. When we saw this for when we saw um, 
might have been Guardians again. I saw the full trailer in the theater, and I got emotional. I'm like, I cannot yeah, wait for this movie. I did too. Uh, I, I'm trying to guard myself from getting too excited about it because no Shia LaBeouf. We're we're okay. We're saved. Uh, I want it. I I really want them to go out on a really strong note. And yes. I'm just, I'm just worried. I'm worried. <laughs> uh, I really want it to be good, and it looks good. Uh, I don't know, it, looks, it looks good to me. I saw a, uh, I saw a clip of an interview with Harrison Ford. I think it was like a TikTok format video. Something it was just like a clip, uh, and he was talking about the the de aging technology. He was intrigued. Yeah. Like, he was like, I don't really, I don't really understand how it works. He's like, but I guess they've, that, that <laughs> Lucasfilm, magic. he was like, but apparently, I guess it's like Lucasfilm has this archive of images of me and at all different angles and lighting scenarios and everything. And so they put these dots on my face and then they run it through this thing and it makes it, it accesses all that old information and it does all this. And the interviewer goes, well, how does that make you feel? And he goes, old (laughs) it's like that's such a harrison ford answer question i mean at least he's honest about it yeah he's in his 80s now i mean shit is he officially 80 i thought he's still 78 or 79 how how old do you think he is i have no idea that's why i was gonna look it up harrison ford he is 80 officially 80 He'll be 81 in July. Yeah. Celebrating his 80th birthday with yeah. a final Indiana Jones movie. That's right. Uh, all right. Moving on to July. Um, there's a new Insidious movie, which I've never seen any of those. I'm trying to remember um, if I've seen any of those. I don't think I've seen any of that series. So moving to the middle of the month, we have the new Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. They didn't take part Uh-oh, one. Oh, part they, one. They, they didn't get that market research that Sony did. Those yeah. <laughs> analytics did not come in. <laughs> I, I also, I also heard that Tom Cruise is upset that uh, Christopher Nolan got a priority for the IMAX screens when Oppenheimer comes out. I, I mean, that's yeah. I, I can't imagine him not. I'm Sorry, just, Tom Cruise. I'm just saying. Tom, uh, Christopher Nolan gets three weeks and uh, Tom Cruise only gets nine days. This movie has been done for how long before the pandemic, right? Which one? This uh, Mission Impossible movie. No, uh, they've been filming it during the pandemic. I thought it was it'd been done for a long time, right? No, I think you're thinking of Top Gun 2. No. Yes. I saw that. Well, they were sitting on Top Gun for the longest time. Because they knew they were going to make a bajillion dollars off of it. Or at least they felt like they were. That felt like a Mission Impossible movie to me, too, though. I mean, it makes sense. Same producer, so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I like the, the Mission Impossible movies. They're they're fun. Yeah, I think this one's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I like I, them. I I, I'm not current on them. I think there's a couple that I haven't seen still. But I do enjoy them. I, 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 oh, I like Dave, them. watch the last three. It's great. Yeah. If you, if you haven't seen them, you should definitely check them out. I can't remember where I fell off exactly, but yeah, they're 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 fun movies. I can't wait to see what Tom Cruise does to uh, put his life in jeopardy for our enjoyment. He's gonna go to space, man! I'm, ter- I'm telling you, they did it in Fast and the Furious. He has to do it too. Uh, what about the Barbie movie? 
Oh, I'm excited to see that too. I think I, my, am, I actually am too. I think my wife Catherine is more excited about it than I am. My wife is definitely more. Uh, Did you hear the uh, the hate that Ryan Gosling has been getting online about him? They're like, "Oh, you're too old to play um, to play Ken." Okay. And there's some article that we're talking about. I, I think it was actually on another podcast. They're talking about it. And he basically said, when the fuck did you give a shit about Ken before this? <laughs> <laughs> like, why now? Uh, like, oh, good point. Good point. I, I didn't realize people were giving him shit for looking old. That's yeah. weird. You know, fan, you know how fan fanboys are. It, fanboys? It, it's Barbie. Okay. Fan girls and boys, whatever. Uh, I'm. I like it. I. I. I really do like Margot Robbie. Um, I. I. I know she's in a, been a lot of shit recently, but this movie looks funny. It looks irreverent. It looks like it. It looks like the movie it should be. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel, I hope I feel so. like I, I feel still don't know what the movie's going to be. A phenomenon. Yeah, I feel kind of I, mystified about the whole thing. Like, uh, I. I. I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other about like. I don't have any immediate plans to see this. I it's not of particular interest. The trailer looks but, a lot of fun, but the yeah, others, don't I, Michelle, I right? have to admit that there's yeah. like fun things about it, and I, the reaction that it's been getting from people is yeah interesting <laughs> to me. Can we can we expect a Masters of the Universe versus Barbie? <laughs> we can That's hope that will be great. Let's hope. Uh, yeah, I don't one. I don't know who this movie is for. I, that's yeah. I think that's the, the primarily yeah. thing. Like I don't think it's for children. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, no, not for kids because there's some adult jokes in it. But at the same time, a Barbie movie for adults? Question mark. And directed by an Oscar nominee director, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't it's know. Not like it's all, yeah. All of this stuff. It's interesting. Lends to the feeling of mystification that I have about this whole phenomenon. I'm just, I just kind of want to watch it all play out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm just really curious how it all is going to turn out for everyone. All right. Uh, moving on into later in July. On July 21st, we have the new Mr. Christopher Nolan movie, The uh, Oppenheimer. The same weekend as Barbie. It's the Oof. Barbie versus I, Oppenheimer. Oh, it is. It is so, the same weekend. I haven't watched a whole lot of stuff about I, I think I saw one of the early trailers for this. Uh, so yep. I, I don't know a whole lot about uh, what's been shown for it so far. But just conceptually, this is a story that I'd be interested in. Uh, it, it seems like a good yeah. idea for a movie to me. It's just it does seem like a good 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 idea for a movie. It's the fact that it's uh, toyed as or taught it as a like a summer blockbuster that kind of mm. surprises me and mystifies me. Cause it's not a blockbuster. It's a drama about a guy yeah. who gives humans the way of destroy, de- destroying themselves. Right. And I, the book that the movie is based on supposedly a really good book. Um, so I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. I, I, my curiosity and the fact that it's a Christopher Nolan movie is what's really pulling me here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it won't be a bomb. Ew. Hey. I, I know they actually like built a bomb because they wanted like to recreate uh, the nuclear explosion on camera. What? Yeah. <laughs> so supposedly they supposedly there's like a real like, like a real giant explosion in the movie uh, that they did for real. 
I mm. guess. At least that's what? the rumor. Is that why New York uh, looked like that last week? Yes. <laughs> that can't be real. I don't think they did an actual nuclear explosion, but I do think they created a large explosion to mimic a nuclear explosion. Okay. All right. So, and if anything, they probably did it on a miniature scale and shot it with uh, okay. as a miniature so it can look ginormous. Um, I'm, like, you're describing that, and I'm thinking of them, like, setting up the, like they did during these tests, they set up the towns in the desert. Like, I'm picturing all of that. All I, of I, I, I don't know the extent, because they with the marketing for this, they've been keeping it really close to the chest on what they show on screen. Uh, so I don't really know. It was just a rumor like six, seven months ago. Uh, we'll see if it's true, I guess. When you I'm know what I'm imagining? Up. I'm imagining uh, Indiana Jones being, uh, saving himself in a refrigerator. <laughs> That's all I can think about to be honest with you. Anytime any, anyone ever brings up an expl- nuclear explosion, I just imagine like the town blowing up and him flying over in a refrigerator. Uh, I'm going to talk about a movie coming out the next week in July that I'm really excited for. Not because I'm, I'm a, I am a fanboy of this, but the haunted mansion. Oh yeah, that's I'm coming very, up. I'm summer. looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. The trailer I, looks great. The they it feels like they have the the right amount of um reverence for the the source material. The it's a little bit. Do you do you think scary, it's just kind a of a uh, a tone deaf on Disney to not hold on to this for October? Um, no, because if they release it in July, by the time October they'll have it on Blu-ray and you could buy it. But it would be I don't know it's a great Halloween gift for everybody. I think it would be make way more sense for this to be like a fall spooky season movie as opposed to a summer blockbuster. I, you know, I can see that, um, but I don't know. That's a great, that is a good point. I, I will give you that. That's all I'll give you. <laughs> Thank you. I I've appreciate been, it. I've been obsessed with the haunted mansion since I was five years old and yeah. this movie, um, f- the trailers to me feel like they're getting the spirit of it. If you, if you don't uh, like the pun, uh, I, 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 I love the pun, uh, but, but is there room for one more? There is always, um, Hopefully they'll do another one, but it does. They could could do, they could do one based on every haunted mansion in, in around. I mean, Disney doesn't do, uh, uh, Disney doesn't do like big franchises one time, one offs. So, I was about to say, you can say Disney doesn't do like big franchise sequels. I'm like, that's bullshit. No, no, no that's what I'm saying. They, they, I, they probably didn't want to do this unless they could make a right. sequel. If this does well, which I think it will, I don't think it's going to do as well as like Pirates because they sort of captured something in that first Pirates movie. But um, this is definitely going to be better than the Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. That was, the trailer's that better was, than the Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. <laughs> The cast is better. They they just got it wrong in that movie. I think there is elements of the attraction that were cool. There's like that one one scene in that movie where you're like, oh, cool, that's neat. Yeah. Um, the the cast in this movie is great. Rosario Dawson. I mean, Lakeith Stanfield. He's phenomenal in everything he's ever been in. Um, you have Jamie Lee Curtis as is Madame Leota. Jared Leto is the fucking Hatbox Ghost, which is is he really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that quite yet. I haven't seen it, so 
I don't imagine it's going to factor into it a whole lot. No, probably not. I wonder why they had him had him play the hat box. I don't. I don't know. That's interesting. Looking forward to this. When we went and saw, I took my nieces and my nephews to see um, across the Spider Verse, right? And we went to this AMC theater out by their house. And trailers started, and on the left and right side of the screen, they were all kind. the The screen was all kind of bunched up together at the bottom, so it was like very wrinkly. So during trailers, I went and talked to the manager, and she's like, "Well." She, she came in and she looked at it. She's like, oh, yeah, they should have fixed that before. It was the first showing of the day, you know. She's like, yeah, they should have fixed that before the movie, blah, blah, blah. I apologize. Uh, we're not going to be able to fix it now because we would have to stop everything. It would throw everything into Throw the schedule behind, for the you know? day off and yeah. everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get that. And she's like, come out, come see me after the movie. Uh, we'll give you some free passes. And she's like, if, as long, you know, if you don't mind sitting through it like that, which we did. We're not going to get up and make a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? But so I promised him after that, when we got the free tickets, I'm like, okay, we're coming back to see the Haunted Mansion on opening weekend. So that'll be fun. And that's late July, right? Yeah. July 28th. And I told him too. I was like, I can't promise you I have not seen it before. We'll, we'll take you guys. But there's like yeah. no way I'm not going to see that opening night. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's move into August. Um, something so, that uh, let me throw August in 4th. real quick. Just so, yeah, oh, yeah, the please. Ninja Turtles movie is early August. It's August fourth. Yep. Oh, you see that? Cool. I, was, I thought it was late August four. Yeah. Uh, same day is Meg two. Meg the two. The trench. I saw the first one in the theaters. I the the Meg was fucking great. Anything with Jason Statham playing Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> It's fighting a giant fucking megalodon shark. I mean, come on. Uh, it's it's uh, ridiculous and silly. Just as much as I enjoy the Fast franchise, I enjoy this one as well. I'm going to give a Fast movie a chance. All right, dude. I'm going to give one a chance. Hmm? You said number five, right? Yeah, I would. That, if you're looking to really get into it, that's where I would start. All right. Vin Diesel is in every single one of them. Unfortunately, but yeah. yes. Um, and then later in that month, August 11th is the movie nobody asked for made by a great director, Neil Blomkamp. <laughs> Grand Turismo. It's Gran Turismo, the movie. Oh yeah. I, the trailer looks all right. Does it? Yeah, it looks fine. It looks, it? it looks, looks harmless. It looks predictable. I, yeah. I, I, I saw the trailer last night before the movie and I didn't know that it was happening until I saw the trailer and I'm go, I went. Everything about this looks fine, but why? <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. I think what it is that Sony uh, wants to, you know, push out content, man. They just want to make movies. and Yeah, and, but. And, uh, and Blanc can't, can't make a movie to save his life unless it's like, you know, normal. So there you go. All right. Uh, what else is coming out? Uh, what about Strays? That movie looks funny as hell. I haven't heard of that yet. I, I so, hope it's good. It's a it's a talking dog movie, but it has uh, uh, Will Ferrell, James Fox, and but uh, Will Will Forte. Oh, it's an R rated talking dogs movie. Yes, Got yeah. It. The premise of the movie is that uh, Will Ferrell's character loves his owner. And then he f- finds out that his owner sucks and he kills his, his owner, the dick and yeah. kicked him out. His owner, by the way, is Will Forte. Will, 
Not Will Arnett. Yeah, will not Will Arnett. And not Harvey uh, and not Harvey Keitel. And uh, the whole premise is that him and his newly found family friend dogs are going to go find his owner and bite his owner's dick off. <laughs> okay. That, yep. that is the premise of the movie. All right. So <laughs> with that, you have to understand your mileage may vary with this movie. Because I told that to Catherine, she goes, I'm not watching that. And I, was like, <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. I guess I will be watching this one. <laughs> I will be watching that one. Um, so coming up later in that in the month is The Blue Beetle. The Talk about movies no one asked for. I know. I mean, the trailer doesn't look horrible, but, but why? It does not look good either. Uh, it looks like it belongs on the CW. Right. It, it, yeah, it's like a, it's like an expensive CW pilot. It's what it looks like. Yep. I, I I felt all of that that y'all y'all are talking about. Like why this movie? Why now? Why whatever? Um, I I like the the kid who's playing Blue Beetle um, from uh, Cobra Kai. I like. Yeah. He's not great. He's not like a fantastic actor or anything. But I like him. I think he's 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 good. Uh, he's likable. Let me put it that way. Sure. Um, but. Um, yeah, it was like, why with all of this? But the the moment at the very end of the trailer when George Lopez calls Batman a fascist, I'm like, all right, I'll watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's funny. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> uh, I, I think this will be the one that I will watch when it uh, hits max. Speaking yeah. of movies like that that just hit max, I watched the uh, Fury of the Gods Shazam movie a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, um, that movie was not good. It wasn't terrible either. It was okay. I mean, it made sense to watch it uh, on, uh, you know, on on Max. Almost called HBO Max, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the after credit scene was sort of interesting. Oh, I like, okay. That I, guess, makes sense. I, I guess. Yeah. But that's about it. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. When, Go ahead. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It's not great, but it wasn't as bad as everyone made it seem to be. I don't think it was the worst DC movie ever. I also, uh, what else did I watch? It's recently Creed three. I watched that. I wanted to see that. Still haven't watched it's, uh, it. It's pretty fun. Um, it's good. Uh, I, I, I hear they told uh, what's his face to imagine Apollo Creed was uh, is a woman, and he got they got better uh, performances oh, out of Jonathan dude. Majors. <laughs> that dude. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna cut him off on that. One. <laughs> That's just a bad joke that everyone's been talking about about Jonathan Majors that uh, to get a better performance out of him. That's what they told him. Wow, Jonathan Majors fucking up. he hey, definitely dude. chewed up some scenery in that movie. <sighs> I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't talk about if it's good or bad. But it looks good, and it's a director debut of. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Thank you. He plays Apollo Creed. And I I understand that they shot a lot of the boxing matches in IMAX. Yeah, it looks, I mean, it looks great. You know, it's a very predictable movie, but it's still great. It's still good. And this is the one where Rocky's not in it, right? He is not in it at all. Yeah. It's streaming somewhere now. I can't remember where I watched it. On Prime, I think. Maybe, yeah. All right, well. That's summer 2023 in a nutshell. There's a couple uh, of movies I wanted to bring up that we didn't sure. talk about. 
there, there's this one horror movie that I think uh, is going to be awesome that's not getting enough attention, but it did great at South by Southwest and uh, Sundance, which is called Talk to Me. Uh, it's a new A24 uh, horror movie. It looks awesome. Um, and yeah, then, I see that here. Okay. Uh, there was another one that I want to talk about. Oh, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Uh, looks okay. Awesome. This is a great idea for a movie. Um, I yeah, I I didn't know that was happening until I caught a trailer for it, and I was like, "This is a great idea." Cool yeah, idea it, for a movie. Yeah, Except it looks awesome. That, like I know how it ends going into. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're familiar with Dracula at all, you at should all. be. You should know how this is not going to end well for anybody. Anybody. Yeah, it, and... it seems like it's a fun story to tell anyway. Yeah, I, had a, I, I, had a I think it's going to be a good creepy movie. I had a friend in town the other night. Um, I haven't seen him in like six or seven years. We watched Renfield again the other night, or I watched it for the second time. That movie's oh, great. I still, I, like need to, I still need to watch that. I could not get him to Renfield. Because you, you, you don't have a funny bone about you. That's not true. I love comedy. I just like good comedies. So there's that. Uh, and there was another, uh, there's some like stuff coming out on Netflix that I'm super excited for, but we didn't talk about Asteroid City, which is the new Wes Anderson movie that comes out in June. I mentioned it at one point. Uh, you do? Me. I may, that yeah. may, I may have missed you mention that, but I, I, I don't, I haven't seen this a weekend. whole lot of Wes Anderson stuff, honestly. Um, and it's been a long time since the stuff that I've seen, I, I watch, but, uh, I'm interested in this one and yeah, it looks I know awesome. It has, I know Wes Anderson is well known for his distinct, distinct visual style, but the, the visuals of this movie look phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's the most Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Been, <laughs> in a moment. Unfortunately, they say that about every movie of his that comes out. They said the same thing about the French dispatch. And uh, they said the same thing. I didn't get into that one. I tried watching that movie. It was, like, yeah, it was not for me. I, I think what made that one different is that it was not one uh, storyline throughout. It was like a yeah. whole bunch of little vignettes of movies. Yeah. Uh, and there's like some storylines that were just kind of like, all right, this is boring. But there were some really good ones in there. Like the one where the food critic storyline was probably my favorite. Okay. Uh, I anyway. A, I have an ongoing kind of interest in the uh, – art and design of mid 20th century America. Yeah. And this movie is visually all of that and, and does a really, it looks like a, the design looks like poster art from the 1950s and 60s. Have you seen the grand Budapest Um, hotel? I haven't. No, you should definitely check that out. It's another Wes Anderson movie. Uh, That's one of my favorites that has a lot of that kind of visual motifs in there. Cool. Cool. And uh, God, there was another one, but I, I keep I can't seem to find it right now. It was a Netflix movie with uh, the, the Extraction Two. No, it had the guy from Star Wars in it. What the hell's his name? What? There's a lot of guys in Star Wars. Uh, the, Mark Hamill, no, Harrison Ford, the kid who played Finn. What's Hang his on, name? I, yeah, John Boyega. I saw this John Boyega. Boyega. Let me yeah, Tyrone. They made a clone out of Tyrone or Tyrone. They cloned Tyrone. Yeah, they cloned Tyrone. I saw a trailer for this recently, and it's the one with Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, it looks awesome. I hope it's really good. Unfortunately, it's a like it's a uh, roll of dice because it's a Netflix movie, but I hope it's good. I love the idea. I think it visually looks awesome. Oh, the. Government is using clones to control black people. 
Huh. Okay. Uh, you should definitely watch the trailer if you guys get a chance. I I don't want to like spoil too much, but yeah, that's the idea that uh, uh, John Boyega's character Tyrone finds out that he's been cloned and he uh, discovers an underbelly of like, I mean, crazy secrets. I haven't i I haven't seen the movie, but wasn't that kind of what Us was about? Mm, no, I don't think they used clones in Us. I think they were. Uh, uh, you know what? Now, now you now you say that. Now I'm starting to rethink what I, what I remember about that movie. There was doppelgangers of some kind, though. Most definitely, yeah. there was most definitely but, doppelgangers, but I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember if they were actual clones or if they were twins or whatever. Okay. I do remember right. visually liking that movie. I just don't remember much about the plot. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, start wrapping it up because we have to uh, get into George hate some metal real quick, and then what's tickling our geeks, and uh, we'll we'll be done for the for for tonight. So, I've already sort of like told you guys what it's going to be. Uh, I want George to hear something from this band called Cloak, who's actually playing here in Houston this weekend. Oh, wow. As, uh, yeah, which I didn't realize until uh, Doomstress. A couple oh, okay. other bands. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, have have you checked it out yet, George? No, I have not. Okay. Let's take a moment, take a quick little break. I want you to hear Cloak, and let me try to find a song for you. Um, let's see here. Dave, do you listen to a little bit? Do you have a song that you not really? Enjoyed? I only heard, I only heard it like maybe two and a half tracks. Let's, so let's do the second track. It's called "With Fury and Allegiant." from Cloak. This is from the album Black Flame Eternal, and we'll be right back. And we're back to the show. Uh, we just got cloaked in some darkness with George Hates Metal for this week. So that was the band called Cloak. They're from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I, I'm i not going to say what I, what I think about this song yet, but I want to hear it straight from the George's mouth. The man, the myth, the legend. The, the very non-brutal George. Non-brutal. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I definitely would check out more of their songs. I thought it was uh, pretty good. It reminds me, it, not exactly, but it, it like scratches the same itch for like Power Trip did for me. Really? Uh, yeah, just like just different kind of vocals, but I feel like the tempo's the same and the vibe and energies is kind of similar for me. Uh, I enjoyed it, that part of it. Um, I don't know. I didn't love the vocals in this uh, the this particular song, but I'll definitely check out more of their stuff. Okay, that, that's all I can ask for. I 
What about you, Dave? You, uh, uh, you heard it a few times earlier, but the vi- yeah, I heard maybe two and a half, three songs earlier. Um, I got different vibes off of this. Power Trip would yeah, have me been, too. Would yeah. have been one I'd have picked. Me um, either. Uh, not this track as much, but one of the other tracks that I heard gave me kind of some Behemoth vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe I, I think I was like smooth Behemoth. I think was how I described it to you earlier. Smooth <laughs> jazz um, Behemoth. Um, it was like the track to me sounded like a, a better Behemoth track than the entire last Behemoth album. Um, <laughs> oof, it was disappointing yes. as hell. Um, and but this track was giving me more like black and roll vibes. Yeah, like like black and roll. Yeah, black and roll. Like, yeah, when, I didn't when, know that was a thing. When like oh yeah, it's a whole immortal, genre, dude. Immortal hits that vibe sometimes, so it, like midnight. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like a whole black and death metal. Goator hits it a lot. Very much influenced by like Motorhead and rock and roll. Yeah, and... it's like when black metal turns into that. It like yeah. it's like black metal like dips into its speed metal roots. And yep, yeah. This man, uh, they remind me of like Dissection, like some old Dissection Tribulation. Um, uh, the vocals and some of the guitar riff and the melodies remind me of a band that I love called Breed. Um, I listened to Breed in a long time. Oh, their last album, last two albums have been phenomenal. Been like my top, my top fifteen. Um, yeah, I really like this Cloak album. Um, you know, their last album came out right before the pandemic, so they spent some more time writing this new album. And I'm yeah, I was gonna to say I thought I'd heard of this band before, but I couldn't remember yeah. if I've ever actually listened to them. This is their third album. Uh, I'm tempted to see him Saturday night, but I'm already I'm going to a con. Well, I don't want to spoil my uh, my uh, geek, geek tickle, so we'll get into that in a minute. But hey, I, I'm going to throw this in real quick, just because we didn't get a chance to uh, mention it. I won't spend long on it, but talking about yes, the shows, uh, I went to see. Um, uh, Shit, I'm go- the- I just lost the name. Windrose and Rhapsody right. of Fire a couple weeks ago. And two else was uh, on that. Oh, and it band. was uh, Seven Kingdoms was over. Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. They Hell just announced they're doing a, a headline show, Seven Kingdoms, a headline oh. tour. I thought they did I've never seen Windrose. Windrose absolutely stole the show. They yeah. are a hell of a lot of fun live. And, like, before we went, like, I really only knew them for, like, the, the, the one big track that, like, the, the diggy diggy hole that like put this concept of dwarf metal oh, out there. Oh yeah! And so like that's really like most of what I knew, and then like maybe one or two other tracks. But like they're a proper good power metal band. They, no, they are, are really fun. Like what a cool show! Like Rhapsody there's a lot Fire of their, great, their Windrose absolutely stole their wind. <laughs> there's a lot of music, uh, their songs in that um, the Ragnarok VR game that I do, the Viking drum game yeah. but they just announced the sabaton expansion for that which cool. totally fucking makes sense but uh yeah uh speaking of concerts they uh they announced that danzig is touring with behemoth and I'm midnight i'm going and twin temple we're gonna go too that's a good that's a good fucking show that's a good show yeah outdoors at the white oak i, I love the outdoor stage area i there. haven't been uh to anything at that but so hell's heroes is great <clears throat> when they they had their stage open um who else is touring oh yeah overkill is touring with heathen and uh uh exhorter which would be cool 
that's gonna the last time one of the last shows that I saw right before the pandemic was like on a Friday with Overkill and Exorder, and then Sunday that show was was Devin was Sunday night right, and then like Monday like the world ended. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> we went to go see Devin Townsend, and then the world shut down. Yeah. Yep. I want to go see Tenacious D as well, but God, those tickets, tickets are, are fucking expensive. Like eighty nine bucks. I'm working on it. Um, let's talk about any are there any new uh, albums that have been in your uh, spin recently. I am, I am out of touch. Are you? Yeah, I've been what adding stuff to a playlist as a, as I as I come across it, but I haven't really had time to digest anything. What about you, George? Uh, gosh, I can't really think of anything super new that I've listened to. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything. I've listened to the Spider-Man soundtrack a lot lately. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Daniel, Daniel Pemberton, I think is the composer and man, he killed it. I mentioned a couple of albums that I've been uh, jamming. We just, uh, talked about the cloak i've been really into that the new post luctum um it's very cool sort of like um paradise lost doom metal uh the new scar symmetry holy crap if you guys don't know who scar symmetry are there uh this album just comes at you like full fucking force it does not stop um the new ray alder uh solo album from fate warning is really good um, Mast, which is a Houston band, uh, which features Eric Halpern, who used to be in Destiny's Inn and a bunch of different bands. I was listening to it earlier today. I'm like, oh, this song sounds like Fate. Oh, this is the Fate's Warning song. No wonder why it sounds like Fate's okay. Warning uh, Point of View, which is a great fucking track. Um, I'm talking to, uh, so talks about weird bands. There's a band called Santi Faxis. It's just weird fucking black metal just avant-garde shit um then there's the, the cloak uh i talked about this one band earlier where i played it for you a little bit orphans of dusk hmm. um it's the new ep or the album is called spleen which is weird but if you're looking for a cross of um typo negative mixed with wood de vipre with Burton C. Bell singing, this is probably up your alley. For the for the two of you that was looking for that specific it's, combination, <laughs> it's it's me and Josh from <laughs> from that drummer guy. Uh, that it's us too. That's who it was made for. It's a really good. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of interesting stuff recently. So. I do have one thing that you guys might know about or Please. care about. Is this guy named uh, Sakis Toils or Tolls? Saki to- Sakis Toils. He's the uh, lead singer from Rotting Christ. Yeah, he has a, apparently has a solo stuff, and he released a new single, yep. and uh, it's pretty good. He I, was also he's also on the new Insomnium album. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I listened to his uh, solo album that came out what last year or maybe the year before. It was really good. Well, he has a new single out called Here Comes the Sun, and I, it's on my rotation that I've listened to a few it's times. It's not the Beatles track, is it? I was going to say, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I would have to listen to it again, but I don't think so. Well, I see that. Here Here comes the sun. Interesting. All right. 
Yeah, he's he's good. If you like uh if you like his solo shit, you might like the some of the new modern Rod and Christ shit. Mm. I think might be up your alley. Dave Mustaine hates it, so it must be good. Oh, all right. Well, that was a selling point. I mean, well, I know refused. that I know that he hates Rod and Christ in principle. Did he say something specifically about this? No. Name? Okay. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Just the band name. Yeah. He refused to okay. play a festival with Rod and Christ because yeah, of the band. Because name. of the band name. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like religious, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he found Jesus when he went to the rehab that stuck. Yeah. Yep. Hey man. All right. If it works, it works. Let's move on to what's tickling our geek, and then we'll wrap up this episode in a nice little bow and go the fuck to sleep. George, this is your segment. What is tickling your geek? So uh, this week, what's tickling my geek, uh, the trailer for the new Venture Brothers movie is dropped. It has. And uh, man, my excitement for this movie was already high, but now it's even higher. Uh, The movie comes out July 21st, I believe. Yeah, July 21st. Uh, I'm going to definitely pre-order it and uh, hopefully watch it. Where, is it on the Max? Well, it, it will be later that week. I think the 25th, but I'm going to buy okay. it. I'm going to buy a physical copy. Okay. Um, just because I have a I have a weird feeling once like Venture Brothers movie comes out on Max, like I want to yeah. say like a few months later, they're just going to take everything away. <laughs> and uh Sure. Uh, just to make sure I have it, I'm going to buy it. And uh, not only Max is the only one doing that; Disney has done that too. It's a tax write-off now. Yeah. So Bullshit. I'm really excited about the show. I've loved the show. I, I feel like I've been watching the show for it feels like decades now. Because what the first episode, the first season came out. I want to say when I was in college or in high school. That sounds about right. You're, <laughs> you're several years younger than me, but that sounds about right. I remember it yeah. coming out when I was like in college, as as I recall. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was like my must watch TV when I was in college, and I watched every episode when it aired, and I was sad when it got canceled, and was happy when they re say, "Hey, one more shot, we're gonna wrap it up," and I hope they do. Wrap it up, B. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm a big fan. I love it. And uh, the title is hilarious. It's called uh, Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect name. <laughs> what, what's uh, tickling your geek, Dave? Uh, in two weeks, I'm going to Dallas. Do you know why? I do know why. I have a... what? what you're Godspeed, like. Godspeed you, Emperor. Yeah. Uh, I, it's something that, that at this point feels like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, uh, I am going to see emperor on one of the five U S tour dates that they are doing. That is true. Um, I've never gotten to see them. Uh, I've never gotten to see a son who is one of my favorite, uh, musical artists in the metal world. I think yeah. he's abs- I think he's absolutely brilliant. And um, he I've is. never gotten to see him in any capacity, never got to see Emperor and just absolute legends. And this is the uh, Anthems to the Welkin at Dusk tour. So I, I guess that means they're playing the album in its entirety. As I, that think would I be understand cool. that. I would love so, to go to this. I, I'll be honest with you. I would love it. But it's like on a Wednesday, which is yep, so hard. It's, literally, it's two weeks from tonight. Yeah. yeah. I've seen, I saw them once in like 1999 and they toured right with, when they were getting ready to break up. 
Yep, right. They, it was exactly they toured with like Bortnagar and um, Pecatum and one other band, Divine Empire. Oh I yeah, I forgot Divine about Pecatum. Like his yeah. his his wife's his wife. project. Yeah, yeah. He was in it too when I saw. Yeah, him. he was. Yeah, he was. So my geek tickle are are concert based as well. I've been invited this Friday to go see Les Claypool, the Frog. Oh, the frog you're gonna go to that. Cool. Yeah. So this, uh, I, I'm a huge Primus fan. I love Les Claypool. So what he's doing, he's doing this Frog Brigade tour, which he has all these different musicians and people with him, like Adrian Ballou. But one of the other people on the tour with him is Sean Lennon, because they did a project called the the Lennon uh, the Lennon Claypool Delirium. If you haven't heard it, it's really cool. So what they're doing. They're playing different songs every night, but they're playing a couple of, uh, of those. They've been known to do a Primus song here or there, but weirdly, they're doing Pink Floyd's Animals in its entirety. Weird. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, but is that surprising, though? That if they it were, if it, weird? No, not at all. Yeah, okay, exactly. If they were doing something normal, I'd be concerned. That's true. That is very true. It's just, I'm not at all surprised that they're doing something strange and unusual. It's just like what I have ever thought of doing a performance of Pink Floyd's Animals, (laughs) not anyone not Pink Floyd doing that, no. Um, And then Sunday night, we're going to the Sugarland Financial Center, which is where I drove by yesterday and I saw the, the marquee. We're going to the DTP, DTP show the hell is that uh well the dt dt let's say that uh and then aas yeah i still don't know a- what you're talking a- about aal 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 i got a mistake okay animal as leaders devin townsend and dream theater i like animals as leaders and i do like dream theater i don't think i, I don't think i want to sit in a theater for or in a, a concert that's for what we're doing I don't know we're, if I would sit in a concert for five hours though and listen to experimental mental. We're sitting in Dream Theater. We got tickets are we got cheaper tickets, so it's okay. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Devin. I haven't seen Devin since right before the pandemic. The world shut down. Yeah, and the world shut down. Hopefully that won't happen again. Oh, do you yeah. remember? Do you remember that night? Too? Yeah. he was sick. He was, he was, he kept complaining about these symptoms and stuff. And we're like, oh, well, that's too bad. And then like yep. two days the later, we're like, oh shit. <laughs> he had COVID. <laughs> yep. I'm glad I did not spring for the uh, VIP, the VIP on, that on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Devin. I don't know what tracks are playing or what, what's going on, but yeah, it'll be fun. Does he have a All new right. album out or something? Um, they did. He does have a new album out. Came out last year. So he'd probably be playing that if I had to guess. I would imagine he play. He'll play a couple songs from that. <laughs> you're you're smart. I try to be common sense. <laughs> common sense is you know the main equalizer here. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again on this episode. A uh, lot of cool stuff in the movies to look forward to, and in video games, and lots of cool new metal stuff is coming out. So. But uh, just wrap all this stuff up. You can find us on the interwebs at metalgeeks.net. Uh, you can also look at metalgeekspodcast.com. We're on all kinds of social medias at metalgeeks. Um, 
any place where you download your podcast or stream your podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, all those cool places at Metal Geeks and our sister show at MSRcast. We just put a new show out last week. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, come check us out on the Metal Geek Society page there, the group. We have a lot of fun there. Talk about metal and music and video games and lots of funny memes and shit like that. So that's uh, that's it for me. What about you guys? Uh, you can catch me at Red Viking Dave on the things. <laughs> All the damn things. All the damn things. All the except TikTok. Uh, I might be getting in on that. It, um, you might be getting ticky with it. That, that it seems like a viable format for art for me. So he'll be t- he'll be TikToking before we know it. That's right. Uh, and you can find me on all the social medias at George Tripsis. All right, guys. So uh, as always, last thing we have to do before we end the show is we must always remember to keep it metal as well and cherish these last moments of geekiness because the strike will go on forever. <laughs> and that's true. All we're, all we're going to have is just reruns from here on out. And that in reality shows everybody. I'm sorry. We'll be fine because we don't write, we don't write sh- for shit. We, we wing it all. There's nothing written. So we can keep on going. So if you're looking for more entertainment, you can come to us. We will not let you down. We just won't be able to talk about other people's entertainment. Exactly. <laughs> We'll have to make up our own shit. Yeah, we, but we can't never, do that because we, we'll get paid for it. We never write a damn thing. We never have to worry no. about a writer's <laughs> We don't. <laughs> On that note, uh, like like Dave said, keep it metal. And as George said, keep it geeky. Uh, we will see you guys on the next episode. Nice night. Goodbye. Hey, Geekazoids. Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved. Blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal.